Hey everyone, grab a drink. This is episode one of the Prioritize Life podcast with Miranda Merton. Debt, divorce, and raising little humans. Hello, hello, it's Miranda, and I hope you are awesome today, wherever you are. What are you drinking? Uh, Right now, I've got some red wine. I'm drinking a sweet red tonight, and um, I've actually never heard of sweet red wine until um, a couple years ago. I was watching an episode of Big Brother, and she said her favorite wine was sweet red, and I had no idea what she meant until I found it in a grocery store. And now I love it. Um, It's good for those nights when you're feeling like you want to have some red wine, but you don't want to go too heavy. You know what I mean? Um, So today we're going to um, just discuss the prioritized life. This is episode one, the very first one. Um, I'm hitting publish for the first time today on this, and it's been sometime in the making. Um, you know, sometimes you just gotta let go and just do it, right? So let me tell you a little bit of back story about me. Um, if you've never heard of me before, you may be following me somewhere. But if not, uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I went to Florida State University and graduated college about 18 years ago now. And um, after graduation, I took a leap and moved to Atlanta. Um, If you don't know, Florida State is in Tallahassee, Florida. Um, I grew up in Tampa, Florida most of my life. And after I graduated, I decided to just move. Um, Took a leap, chose Atlanta. It was still close enough that I wasn't too far away from home, um, so I could still get back pretty easily. But it was still far enough away, so I felt like I was doing something. Um, so I left, I didn't know a soul, um, turned out I actually had one friend that ended up moving to Atlanta as well, um, or maybe a couple, um, and then that's it. I only knew a couple people. Um, sometimes I feel like you just got to take that leap, you know? Um, so I went to Florida state, um, I went to Atlanta and then when I got there, I kind of just did life. I had to start adulting pretty quickly. You know how that goes. Um, I actually met my husband a few years later after I got to Atlanta. He was born and raised here. And then we were married 10 years and now we have an 11 year old daughter. Um, I never, you know, after college I worked you know, I worked a few different places. I was a personal trainer. I worked at Enterprise Rental Car, um, restaurants, waiting tables, you name it. I had done it. Um, I never really found anything that I really loved, though. Um, and I wondered if there was, if I was ever going to find it, if I was ever going to find that one thing that really made me happy to go to work every day. Um, it was challenging a lot of the times. I worked at Enterprise for a couple years, and towards the end, I really started to hate it. I just did not like going to work. Um, I just up and quit one day. I went in, I gave my notice, I just woke up and I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I had no plan. <laughs> I just decided to quit, um, and I gave my notice, and lo and behold, you know, within 
that week or two, I actually met my husband. Um, and I was like, he was like, what do you do? And I was like, funny story. I actually just quit my job. Um, and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I ended up getting a restaurant job, waiting tables. Cause you know, that's what you do when you have nowhere else to be. Um, they'll take anyone, it seems like, but I had some experience, lucky me. So that's what I did for a while. Um, we got married after I got married, we had our daughter about a year later and I stayed home for a few months. Um, after I stayed home after maternity leave, I decided to go into real estate. That was the best thing I could think of at the time um, for doing with a young kid at home. And it was the most flexible thing that I could think of. I got a couple days off during the week um, because I worked at a new home community with a new home builder. I got a couple days off during the week. My husband had the weekends off. So we actually only needed childcare for a few days a week. So it worked out really well saved us a little money on that end. Um, but eventually, you know, a couple years in, we decided that I would be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I made some money in real estate. I wasn't making enough to where it made sense to keep paying for childcare. We had gotten a nanny um, for those few days. We were doing a nanny share. And it started to not make sense to keep doing that. Um, so... We decided I would stay home. She was also getting older, um, and I decided to homeschool as well. And you know how the story goes, right? If you're a stay-at-home mom, I'm talking to you. Uh, you know how it goes. Being out of the workforce for eight or nine years led me to feeling like I didn't have the work experience to go back into the corporate world. So what did I do? I went back to school. I got an MBA so that I could at least have something fresh on my resume so that when I did try to go back to work, um, you know, I could say, yes, I took the time off, but I also got my degree. Um, I got my graduate degree. And um, so that was supposed to give me a little bit of more experience or something to pump up my resume with. But as you know, like this, it was right about the same time that it was really hard to get a job. Um, and it was really hard to get a position without experience, without with all that time outside of the workforce. Um, throughout that time, we had actually also moved a few times. My husband got a job offer and we moved to Tennessee. We were there for a year. He hated it. So we, um, and my daughter was really young at that point. And then he decided to take an offer in California. And that was amazing. We were like, okay, California, this is great. New beginnings, new experiences. This is fan freaking fantastic, right? So he was making pretty good money, um, you know, over 125 to 150 with bonuses, um, and in Atlanta, if any of you know, you know, if you live in Atlanta, Florida, Texas, that's a good amount of money. But moving to California, and they adjusted it slightly uh, for cost of living, but moving to California, $150,000 doesn't really go very far. Um, if any of you Californians are out there listening, then you know 
that is absolutely the case. Uh, we ended up in Northern California, right outside San Francisco. And in order to afford it, we actually lived across the bay in a uh, city called Walnut Creek. And um, so it was still a bit of a drive. It's about 30 minutes outside the city of San Francisco. So, um, you know, there's not a lot that you can do on that salary. Um, And I could see my husband getting stressed out, more and more stressed out as the years went on. Um, We were in California for about five years. um, And I could see him getting more stressed. He took on more responsibility at work. Um, He would get a little bump in raises, but you know it wasn't like a crazy amount. And we were a single income family as far as that goes. Um, so he had no help with finances. And of course, of course, you know, him, he would say, it's great, you're doing your thing, we decided this together. But I know on the inside, he's still feeling a lot of pressure. On the inside for me, I was also feeling a lot of pressure, right? So that's when, as a wife and a mother, I wanted to help. You know, as stay-at-home moms, we've all been there, right? We think that we're not putting in enough. We're not contributing the same. And can I take a sidebar here for a second? Why do we feel like our job at home isn't as important as their jobs outside the home? I would argue... And let me know if you agree with me. Raising a human is an important thing. (laughs) Don't you agree? I mean, it's pretty much the most important thing you can do in life. You're shaping a person. And I'm just trying to wrap my head around that right now. We just don't put enough stock in that. It's a hard job. And it's not just cleaning up after them and keeping them fed and keeping them alive. You are shaping their whole being, their attitudes, their manners, all of that that stuff. And we kind of, um, you know, we minimalize it. And we seem to make it like it's not as important as going out and doing a nine-to-five when, ladies, we know it's one of the most important jobs in the world. But... Sidebar over, Um, (laughs) to make a long story short, after some research and working for a administrative company and um, doing a little trial and error, I decided to start my own business as a virtual assistant. So if you were quick enough to pick up on the timeline earlier that that I gave you, you probably realized that my husband and I got a divorce about two years earlier, two years ago. Um, so it was shortly after that time, um, maybe a few months after, that I decided to take a real hard look at my life and where I was and where I wanted to be. Um, at that point, I still had credit card debt that I had had from, you know, before the marriage and, you know, that I had also gotten during the marriage, we actually renovated one of our houses in California. Um, and I had taken on a renovation loan for about $13,000. Um, that one went under my name. And 
of course, we were supposed to pay that off after we sold it. And it was one of those things where we kind of just forgot about it because it didn't have interest on it. Um, and I've still got it. Um, so credit card debt, I've still had a few student loans left over. Now, single mom, always felt busy, but never productive. And this was absolutely not what I wanted to my life to look like at 37 years old. So I thought something had to change. So I sat down and I thought about it. What do I want? What did I want? Um, you know, we, I think we ask ourselves this in life all the time, but do we ever really sit down and think about it and sit down and think about how we want to achieve it? How we want to achieve those things? What goals we're actually going to try to do to make those things a reality? Um, I wanted to get out of debt. I wanted to have a job that I enjoyed or a career that I could work towards. Um, I wanted to be able to support myself, uh, you know, be a role model for my daughter. I wanted to live more comfortably and not have to check the bank account before I go to the grocery store just to make sure that the $100 was in there. Um, you know, if I have, if I normally have three or $400 in my account and I'll say, okay, it's Saturday, I need to get gas and groceries. I need to make sure I've got 150. Even if I know in my head it's in there, I don't want to have to go look, you know, you want to live more comfortably than that. And you want to be able to just stop anywhere and buy what you need. I wanted to travel and enjoy life. Um, so I want to purchase a new home that's still on my list. Um, you know, purchase it with my own money. Our, I will say our divorce was amicable and we're still friends. We still talk a couple times a month. You know, actually today was his birthday and I wished him happy birthday, shot him a picture of the dog lounging. Um, you know, so we're still good friends and he pays for certain things and, if I were in any dire straits, he would, of course, help me out. But I am not the type of person to ask for more than I need um, or more than he needs to give me. So child support, whatever else, that's it. I'm not going to ask for any more. So I want to know that I can stand on my own two feet and pay for what I need to pay for including my next house. I want to buy it myself with my own money. Um, and I don't want to have to worry about what's in the bank account anymore. I want to see new things and meet new people. And so all of these, I decided were going to be my priorities. Okay. Um, no more just being super busy yet not feeling productive. Something had to change, right? I wasn't, you know, now I'm a single mom now. Um, I wasn't going to look at my daughter and wonder if I'm a good role model. Because in reality, she's going to look up to me, right? So I want her to look up to me and see a strong businesswoman that I am. And so I had to change my thinking. I had to change um, my goals 
and figure out exactly what it was that I wanted to do in life, right? So I realized I wasn't going to get these things if I stayed on the exact same path that I was doing because with my credit cards, I was paying the minimums. It would take me 30 years to pay off my debt if I continue to pay the minimums. I mean, seriously. Um, If you haven't done that already, another sidebar here, make sure if you do have debt and student loans and car payments, um, sit down with all of your bills and lay those out, interest rate everything, and see how much you have, okay? I'm going to stress that again. Figure out how much you owe right now because the number, I guarantee you, is always smaller in our head than it is when we actually tally it all up. And I know it's scary, and I know once you actually do that, it makes it all real, but it has to be real. In order for you to feel it, and in order for you to want to change it, it has to be real, okay? So um, paying the minimums, I, I wasn't making enough to pay more than the minimums, okay? I could pay for my, you know, daily, monthly, household, groceries, gas, things like that, plus the minimums on all my cards and student loans, And I wasn't making enough to save either. Um, You know, looking at Dave Ramsey programs and things like that, I could barely save the first $1,000 for a rainy day. And when you think about it, that's a scary thing. So that is one of the things that really pushed me to change. Um, In my assistant business, I was doing a lot of work for other people, which... I went in business to work for myself. And when you're working with clients, you really don't feel like you're working for yourself anymore. Um, Everyone's asking you for project completions and all kinds of things. And it really doesn't feel like you're in business for yourself once you start taking on more and more clients. Um, Your time becomes theirs. And so I wanted to take back my own time. That was a huge thing. Okay. Another big thing is I have a limited budget for where I want to live. I have to have a good school district if I move. Um, I want a certain house. I've got a a labradoodle. Um, He would need a backyard. Um, Right now I'm living in a a townhome in um, semi the city. It's outside the city, so it's like not quite the suburbs, but it's not quite in the middle of the city. Um, So we've got sidewalks and walking paths and all that, but it's just not enough. I want a house with a yard and, you know, in an area with a good school district. That costs money. So if I do want to do that for myself so that I'm not tied to my ex-husband, I'm not tied to anyone else, um, then I need to change that and I need to do it for myself. So what I did after I realized, you know, everything I wanted to do, I sat down, I tallied up the rest of my debt, I looked at my daughter, and I decided I wanted to make a change. 
And you have to do that. You have to kind of pick a date and time. Don't wait for the new year, new you bullcrap, okay? Let's not, let's not push it off. You know, we keep pushing things off. Next week, next month, diet starts Monday. Enough. Okay, ladies, enough. Just pick a date close in time or just say tomorrow. You know, sit down with yourself. Be real. If you've got some money issues, if you've got personal or relationship issues, um, figure out what it is exactly that you want to change because we have to make a plan. Um, That's what this is all about. It's about making a plan and making a change. And my plan was that I decided I needed to make more money. Obviously, there's with what I do, there's only a few options. Either get more clients or create some sort of side income. Okay? Because I had to work less for other people in order to take my time back. And um, I had to I decided I had to create programs or create systems that I could scale um, on a bigger level. And that would give me more time back as well. One of the ideas I had, um, I decided to create a subscription box business. It was really on a whim. um, And I thought, well, it was a good experience. I take that back. I learned a lot about business, um, product curation, vendors, dealing with customer service, all of that stuff. Um, But it was a lot of money and time, a lot more money and time than I thought it would be for me being a one-woman show. So I still needed to do something else. And let's be honest, if I wanted to get my time back, that wasn't the way to do it. Getting subscribers, um, packaging up all those boxes every month, curating curating items for the boxes, you know, getting content, delivering everything. It was just a time suck, to be honest. Once you ship out the boxes, you turn around and you've got to do it all over again with maybe a week break before I had to make sure I had curated enough stuff for the next box. Um, and it got stressful. So I couldn't do that anymore. I made a little bit of money. It wasn't a lot. And I knew that wasn't going to be sustainable unless I could scale it. But again, I was just putting more money on credit cards if I came in low one month. You know, you still have to order the supplies. And if you don't make that money, then credit cards, here we go again. So it was a vicious cycle. And I realized, you know, after about a year of doing that, I had to change and do something again. Um, Throughout that year, though, one good thing did happen. I paid off those student loans. I was one step closer to that, you know, getting rid of my debt. And that feeling was one of the best feelings um, that you can imagine. You know, you sign that last check or you punch in the last payment online and hit enter and you wait till the next month for them to send you the you've paid off your student loan letter and it was amazing 
right? So achievements like that and little things like that are what's going to help you get through and push forward and try to do, you know, try to do more. So that led to, you know, my transformation of creating my own life. I realized I could do this. I could write my own story. And I realized I was making, I was happier making my own living. That helped push me forward to try to create new things. And I'm always thinking and thinking about what can come next. Um, Another thing I realized is that I enjoy helping other women do the same thing. My subscription box business was a box for female entrepreneurs. And that community of women is just so delightful and empowering. And if it taught me one thing, it taught me that I do love working with other women. So um, that's another reason why the Prioritized Life is a women community. Uh, Women lifting each other up and patting each other on the back and going through our journeys together is a beautiful thing. And I'm still on this journey and learning new things, what I like and what I don't like. And what I decided to do is I decided to set out to create a roadmap to get excited about life again. And that's why I created the Prioritized Life podcast and membership site. And I hope you'll come along with me and also take the leap to shape your own journey and actualize your dreams because this is not just a a project and a membership for me. It's for all of you. It's for everyone listening. It's for everyone who joins the membership. You can We work together to lift each other up. And that is why I created this. That is why I'm doing this. I'm really so excited and passionate about this project. And I just hope you join me. You know, for future episodes, I'm going to try to post uh, or, you know, publish as often as possible. And until next time, remember, it's your life the way you want it. Bye.